You are now listening to the Lafa Law Podcast. This is your host, Lafa Yabrito, a.k.a. Lafa, and I am a content creator in Central Florida, bringing you the hottest episodes about life. We will talk about relationships, business, failure, success, fitness, and a ton of other topics. Consider this a door into my brain and exactly what I'm thinking about out loud, just like the podcast name, catch it? We will have guest speakers from time to time to discuss different topics, and I look forward to this podcast being one day the number one podcast that you enjoy listening to. Now let's get right to it. Oh, and don't forget, hit the subscribe button. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Laugh Out Loud podcast. Your boy is checking in, and it's pretty surprising because I just created one last week. And normally I go a couple months without posting another one up. But I told you guys it was going to change. I was going to try to get more active with this. And here I am. Today's Sunday. I'm going to drop this episode on Monday. So it's going to be like a Monday motivational type of deal. And if you're listening to this on Monday, I really appreciate you guys, you know, for the support, you know, for the love. You guys are listening to it right fresh off the oven. And today, the, the topic that I kind of want to hit as a motivational post is, you know, talking about priorities. We're going to talk about priorities changing. And how I came up with that topic was I made a post on my Facebook earlier today that says, you know, just a reminder to some of you, it's okay if your priorities change. You owe nothing to nobody. Let that be a reminder that some need to go do what you want and what you need to do and not be stuck in your own place just to prove anyone anything. Just some Sunday thoughts, right? I wanted to kind of jump in and, and do a an extended podcast on this just because I wanted to kind of explain that post a little bit more to those that kind of need it and I'll give you always, you know, a background on myself. So I'll always try to use myself as an example. And in this situation, you know, there's lots of stuff that I can, that I can point out. One of them being, you know, like priorities change, right? Um, I've always had a good job, you know, ever since, you know, becoming Uh, a business owner, you know, you have the, you know, business owner struggles, you know, sometimes you have good months, sometimes you have bad months. And I've always, you know, pointed out, I've always told myself that, oh my God, I want an M3. I want an M3. I want an M3. We're going to talk a material goal that I had set that I, you know, I kind of put out there and, you know, I, I, I really put it out there because that's the card that I really, really want. Um, and for the longest time, I've always gotten stressed out because I'm like, oh, shit, what if I can't get my M3? Like, what is everybody going to think? I've been talking about this car for so long that everybody's going to be like, oh, Lafa didn't get his M3. You know, Lafa just settled for, you know, let's say, for instance, like a 335 or a 435 or whatever, whatever the heck I settled on. Right. That's what was going through my mind a lot of the times. So I would get stressed out because I'm like, oh, damn, you know, that timeline's coming and, you know, shit just hit the fan. I'm not going to be able to get my N3. So I would then kind of stress out and that stress would kind of, you know, bring up to, you know, to people, clients sometimes that my, my energy wouldn't be the same. Until one day I just said, screw it. I was like, you know what? Yes, I want an M3. Yes, I also want a Ferrari. That doesn't mean I'm going to get it tomorrow, Right. If I go out tomorrow and buy a freaking Honda Civic or a Honda Accord, I really don't care what people think because I'm not on that same wave anymore. 
right? Back in high school, we used to think we used to dress nice all the time. Have you know? I had a, I got to a point where I had thirty seven pairs of sneakers, and you know all kinds of sports jerseys, all kinds of undershirt colors, and you know you couldn't wear a sneaker twice. Uh, you had to like change up the laces and all that stuff. So that, that's kind of you know how you know high school went. No complaints. I used to work at a shoe store, so I got some pretty good deals on them. Um, so, but I could have been a lot better financially if I didn't do that dumb stuff just to, to show off. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say it like that. Um, I've bought BMWs, not my first BMW. Sure. My first BMW was, you know, my friends peer pressured and was like, Oh, you know, you got to drive a BMW, you know, had a couple friends that had them and I wanted to kind of feel cool. So I traded in my car for an older car, which was an older BMW. And honestly, it was an amazing car. I loved it. Um, then, you know, once I started getting into like the groups and, and actually like driving the car, I've learned to, to appreciate, you know, the car for what it is, like the engineering for what it is. And ever since then, there's not really many cars that I have driven that felt as good as either one of my two BMWs, you know, they, they, they just felt planted on the ground. Like I felt safe. I felt, you know, okay driving, you know, whether I drove a little bit over the speed limit or, or whatever the case was. The car always felt safe. Um, so I, I, I liked them. So I've always, you know, said, oh, I'm going to buy an M3 this year. Oh, I'm going to buy an M3 this year. I really want to buy an M3 this year. Especially when things are going well business-wise. Um, when things are going bad, then I'm, I'm like, I pull back a little bit and I'm like, oh, damn, you know, what the hell did I do? Uh, I'm not going to get the M3 this year because I need to kind of focus on my future a little bit. So recently I started looking at alternatives, you know, not, not alternatives to, uh, to an M3 as in car wise, car for car, but a different car. Um, you know, we need to, I need to upgrade. I need to get something, you know, different cause my car is a headache. So I started looking at like 435s, 335s even, which they're very, very nice cars. And I'm grateful to, to be able to, you know, afford one of them, but it's not the M3 that I wanted. Um, and the priority, you know, changes because I much rather have a smaller car payment than to ball out and spend seven, eight hundred dollars a month on a car just to say that I drive an M3 now. Right? I would love to have one, but that's honestly not a priority for me. My priorities have changed, right? And I don't owe anything to anybody. And why my priorities changed. So that's what I wanted to kind of touch base with you guys about. Because I see a lot of people kind of stuck on their own way. And, you know, their own mind about doing something just to show other people wrong. Just to show other people that they can do something. Yeah, sure. Cool. Like, what? You're going to wrap around. How? Oh, hey, I got a Ferrari today. And then you're going to have it for six months. And then you're going to have to get rid of it. Why? Because you didn't put your priorities in the right place. Right. You can go in and you can invest the money that you're buying, you know, that Ferrari or you build up a business, build up your own business, build up whatever it is. And later on down the road, because you didn't get that, you know, Ferrari or in this case, because I didn't get that M3. I could have three M3s, not that I'm going to, but, you know, I could have a lot more. I could have a better car um, or whatever if I invested on the right things at the right time. Right. Another example of a, a priority is, you know, I'm 31. I live with my parents. Um, can I live on my own? Absolutely. 
But one, that's boring. And two, why would I do that and spend at the very least an additional five, $600 a month when I can live with them? They don't bother me. We get along great. I'm helping them. They help me. We all save money. We're all helping each other on the bills. You know, they're not, they're not paying my bills, but we all help each other out. But because society wants to look at you the, a, a different way, everybody's like, oh, you're 31 and you still live with your parents. The hell damn right I do. I like my parents. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm not married. You know, like, so you got to get off of the mentality on, on what everybody else thinks, you know, about what you're doing and really focus on, on yourself. Focus on your future. Focus on your goals. If you have to live with your parents until you're 35, guess what? Save that money. Stash that money. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. Don't worry about somebody that you might date some, because that person might not be there for a long time. And you're sitting there. You're going to put yourself in a situation, you know, because, oh, what if so-and-so finds out that I live with my parents? Oh, so, you know, I'm dating so-and-so and this, this, and that. You know, I want to date. I want to do this. Man, I date, you know, with my parents, like, you know, if I, whatever the scenario is, I have no issues whatsoever. And so don't let anybody else, you know, thoughts like cloud your, your head because it really doesn't matter. Right. And I'll give you one more. And this is a huge example that, that kind of hit me. I'm going to give you two more examples that, you know, personally, like that, that I'm working with now, um, one of them was my business. So a lot of you guys know that I shoot, I photograph, you know, real estate in Central Florida. For those that don't know, you can hit up my website. It's elitehousehausmedia.com. And you can see my portfolio. So I photograph homes for, you know, different builders. We offer aerial services. We offer video. We offer, you know, everything. And... I, I just did something that I should have done a long, long time ago, right? Because I was on my own head. Um, so the market came into a trend where it was okay. Like the clients were okay with uh, a high dynamic range image, which is basically, you know, five different exposures of a photo, three to five different exposures, you know, blended in together to give you, a, you know, a perfectly, you know, a image. But... Because I was so in my head about wanting to be the best and wanted to provide the absolute best in Central Florida to my clients, I wanted to photograph every property as an architectural property. And that's just not the case for regular real estate work, right? So what happened was that I kept my prices higher. So I kept my prices higher than everybody else, right? And I wasn't getting clients. I, I, I really wasn't. I was struggling to get clients because nobody wanted to spend the amount of money that I was charging and nobody really cared for the type of work that I was doing. Sure. Cool. For a higher end property, it looked beautiful. I love bringing out my lights. I love bringing out my flash and, and flashing certain properties, especially when it's for uh, builders, interior designers, because it gives you a different look. It gives you a different feel of, you know, the, the property that you're photographing once when done right. But for regular real estate, it really didn't make a difference. As long as you provided quality images to the agents, they didn't care. A lot of the agents don't even care if they're quality images. They just want to say they hired a, a, a 
professional photographer, quote unquote, because not a lot of these people out there are, are professional or giving professional work, but they're paying somebody to do these pictures, right? And I'm not talking bad about anybody. I'm just talking about, you know, the quality and, and the industry in general. And they care about pricing, you know? So they don't really, they don't really care for it. Those that do, they know, they know who to look for. They know, you know, what to find. There are a couple of us photographers in town that really know what we're doing. Um, you know, I'm one of them. There's two other companies that, you know, three other companies that, you know, are pretty well known that do a lot of solid work um, in town. So, you know, after, you know, really thinking about why wasn't my business, you know, moving forward as everybody else's was, and I dropped my prices. I really sat down to think about it and I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to tank my prices. So I knocked my prices down on a house for by about 50 bucks. I made my pricing a lot simpler. So instead of having, you know, four different brackets of pricings, I have two. And then I have a couple of additional options. And I photograph pretty much like everybody else. However, me personally, being the picky person, I make sure that my quality is still above everybody else, right? And I'm not saying that I'm the best in town, but to my standards, like I feel like I am one of the best. And I feel like I provide, you know, some of the best work that's in town. Um, see how I said some, you know, I'm not, you know, the best. I'm one of the best. Um, but I dropped my prices. Ever since I dropped my prices, things just kind of started moving a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Now, I'm still not where I want to be. Absolutely not. Still got a long way to go. But had I done what I did this year, two and a half years ago, three years ago, and at that point, I didn't, you know, I cared about what other people thought because I didn't want, I wanted to provide everybody with the best service. So I didn't want everybody to be like, oh, Lafa is just going to be like one of those other guys. Right? Guess what? I missed the boat. I missed the boat big time. Because all these other guys that are doing that same procedure now, they're making making bank. You know, they're they're very well off. They have a great clientele. Because at that time, they kind of stuck to that procedure that I didn't want to do back then. Right? I still provide my top-notch service when a client demands it. But also, they know that they pay for it. It's a lot more expensive than the service that I provide to a real estate property. Right. But had I dropped my prices back then the way that I did now and provided the services that I'm providing now, which is still high quality at a lower cost because it's a lower cost for me, I would have been much better off. So once again, you owe nothing to nobody. Don't do, don't act based on what other people think. Like if you really are, are struggling because you're worried about what somebody else is going to say, take a step back and be like, all right, cool. Am I doing this for me or am I doing this for so-and-so, right? Because once you realize that you're doing this for yourself, your perspective changes. Now, you know, we're, we're still going to push. We're still going to push to do our best. We're, I'm not saying, you know, don't, don't strive to be, to be the best. Don't strive to get those things that you want. Always do that. But if you have to take a step back or step sideways or even switch out completely from what you're doing, 
You're not a failure. Don't be afraid to make that change. One of the things that I've considered doing, you know, I, and I've been thinking about it, and I still am, is drop my business completely. And possibly, you know, go get, you know, some stuff outside of this industry and go back into doing sales. Because I know I've always done well in sales and I can make money and get ahead. At the end of the day, I'm 31 years old. You know, eventually I want a family. So I need to kind of think on the future. I can't stay on an on industry that for me is not providing to be steady. I have great months and then I have bad months. I can't be having that, you know, if I want to eventually grow, you know, and have, you know, my own family and, and have a steady business and have investments and, you know, be well off. So old Lafa would have been like, oh, damn, what is everybody going to think? Everybody's going to think that Lafa's a failure and that his business failed and that he gave up on his goals. Absolutely not. My goals are a lot bigger than just this chapter of it. Whether I close my business now and move into something different, you better bet my goals has nothing to do. I, ha I have goals within, you know, my industry, absolutely. But my life goals are a lot bigger than that. So I can switch train tracks, jump on another train, and still keep pursuing these goals. Because that's not going to stop. And now I don't look at it, you know with the mentality of what is everybody else going to think about Lafa closing down his business. I'm not saying I'm going to do this. I'm still considering and thinking about it. I'm still pushing my business. So, you know, if, if the next 30, 60 days proves very well off, guess what? I know I'm doing something right and I'm going to keep pushing it. I don't have to, to, to make that need, but I did give myself until June. I gave myself until I come back from my brother's wedding that if my business is doing well off and it, it stays steady for a little bit, then I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep feeding the fire and I'm going to try to grow that business. If by June, I really don't see an improvement on, on the steadiness of the business, well, guess what? It's time to jump ship. I'm still going to work with some of the clients that I work with because I'm not going to leave them hanging, obviously. But I am going to look for a better opportunity for I can, so I can make steady money and more money. Right? Sure, money's not everything, but you better bet I'm going to be happy either way. Um, you know, I don't let money control my happiness. And, and I don't also let what I'm doing control my happiness. I I'm never going to do something that I don't like or I don't approve of. I'm never going to work with somebody that I don't like, you know, because of money. So let's just clear that off. Um, so I'm never going to, I'm never going to sell out just because of money. So let's, let's we'll clear the air out on that right then and there. Um, but you better bet there are other stuff that I enjoy doing as well that I can do and be much better off than what I'm doing now. I won't have the freedom that I have. I won't have, you know, this, this and that. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it's not always about that, that freedom, right? You can get that freedom later once you have your priorities set and you save enough money, you invest. And later on down the road, sometimes you got to do stuff that you don't like now so that later on down the road, you can chill 
you can lay you can you know lay back pretty much um so that's really you know my my thoughts here for you guys on this beautiful monday and i really hope you know this kind of helped you guys out on, on a perspective on if you guys are stuck something in something or thinking about you know what other people think about you or what you're doing don't do stuff for yourself right do stuff for your family do what's going to benefit you guys and not what's going to benefit the way somebody views you right because that's their point of view so hope that helped somebody out if it did drop a comment drop me a message on the gram you can find me at at lafayette brito same as you find on the podcast and i'm looking forward to hearing back you know give me chat let me know your thoughts on this i'm really really curious make sure that you also review give it a like hit the subscribe button i appreciate you guys on on all the views all the listens all the reviews all the likes all the shares um as i'm starting to grow this podcast i do want to make a lot more of these episodes and let's keep it going hope you guys have an awesome day have a great week remember to stay positive chase your goals and invest in yourself forget what everybody else thinks much love your boy lafa <laughs>